0: Days and a lazy boy in a mansion on a
1: hill. Or catch a fast train straight to New Orleans, or a slow ship down to Casablanca. I could waste away my spare time watching football with my friends, but I'd rather get
2: my riding and reel and go fishing when I can.
3: I wanna go fishing. Hello, welcome to the Could corner degree movie podcast for Serenity. Way, my name is Tom Chick. Try I am here with Christian Molinski.
0: Uh, it's wanna... Molinski, Christian. I taught health.
3: <laughs> with a Serenity tagline or two or sometimes we get three of them. I think on a couple of occasions we got four taglines. Let's see how many taglines we have for Serenity from Kelly Wand. Now I know why Tom laughed. <laughs> Does that, that one needs a little bit of context, Kelly Wand. Well, When I suggested doing this, you went, okay. Yeah, you guys wanted to do – you didn't want to see, I guess, what Lego movie was the other option. You guys were like, no, let's do Serenity. And yeah, that, that was my reaction. We'll get into that in a moment, but Kelly Wanda, yep. are there other taglines for Serenity? Leastern Promises. Wow. <laughs> Kelly Wanda, let's move on. Are there others? <laughs> There's one left.
4: <clears throat> My brain's a kilobite oh bite o oh bite
3: Okay. <laughs> you need a bigger monitor. Uh, Dingus, what, what... Now, this is not the uh-huh. movie where Nathan Fillion and, and Summer Glau... was good. ...and Walsh fly around... What is this particular serenity? Tell the listeners. Don't spoil anything, because that's the whole reason Gosh. I went to see this. Is I was told, see it before someone spoils something, uh, and so I, I <laughs> took that advice. <laughs> so, Dingus, who said that to you? Uh, you know, it's it's like the buzz. Like there was even a little. I think a, an article in the Washington Post about why is the internet a buzz with about serenity. Uh, yeah. I just saw. I I vaguely heard certain things about it, and I'm not. I don't tend to hear marketing about movies. So I thought, well, I guess I better see it. And plus, we'll talk about this in a minute. I, I love the, the guy who directed and wrote it. I love at least yeah, another one of his good. movies. So, uh, yeah, I went and saw it, and then you guys decided, hey, let's do a podcast on it. So, Dingus, what has this brought us to? What are the basics of this movie that we're going to talk about this week? Basics, Dingus, please. No spoilers. First of all, did you call Alan Tudyk's character Walsh? 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 What's his name? It's I don't Wash. know his... Walsh. Walsh. Who has name What? That's a silly name. Wash. His uh, name should be Walsh. I think I think his name thing is in the script. It was just a typo, and nobody ever corrected it.
0: Oh, it's like uh, a manly handshake ensues, kind of a that, moment. That
3: sometimes happens. They'll get a they'll get a script with a typo in it, and nobody's brave enough to say, "Uh, I think you misspelled this, Josh Whedon." Uh, and so they Josh Whedon. That way. Josh. Oh, my God. Josh. <laughs> Walsh by Josh Whedon. He invented Walsh. <laughs> Josh See, he even misspells his own name by changing the last – yeah. What Josh can't even spell his own name. He needs to recast the Josh stuff. I actually watched that movie
0: with my son this week for the first time, and man, I freaking love – I
3: love that movie. I love Serenity? the dialogue in it. So, yeah, I love it so much. <laughs> you <laughs> you watched put it? I down for I love Serenity, and that can be what – Yeah, that's, that's that his, his quote can... for the Oh, my God. Okay. Yep. It right. just happened. All this right, week... so the thing is, what is this movie that we saw that's not the movie where where Josh Whedon kills Walsh? Stop it.
0: Walsh is in You didn't kill him directly. But he knows he's in Midnight Run. All right, so this week we saw Serenity, hmm. a 2019 American hmm. drama neo-noir
3: thriller movie.
4: Eligible uh, for next year's best top ten
3: yeah, it's this year. Yeah, thing is, did it's this movie cause you to open your list for the first time in the year? Might have. I we don't know. Open it up. We'll find well, I've out. I've already done that um,
0: before this movie came out. So, haha. Uh, <laughs> it's
4: already on my list. I don't even need yeah, to see
0: it. It. American drama, neo-noir thriller movie about double intunity. It was written and directed by Stephen Knight. It stars Matthew McConaughey, and Hathaway. Diane Lane, away. <laughs> uh, Jason Clark, Jimin Hansu, Jeremy Strong, and Rafael Uh Serenity is rated R. Mm. What? For, yeah, it's rated R.
4: But a kid? Never mind. For,
0: for language throughout. Stupid. Sexual content.
3: Uh, kids need to see that. And Let's see where it came from it's history.
4: Some bloody images.
3: Kelly, one. Is there anything missing from that list of things that parents need to know about Serenity?
4: Uh, some scenes of Anne Hathaway trying to be Kathleen Turner, um,
3: <laughs> and a kid <laughs> also trying to be Kathleen. Turner. Right, Serenity. Yeah. Serenity is at 21% on Rotten Tomatoes. The Metacritic rating, which is the rating, of the average from various reviews, is 38. CinemaScore, the types of people who went to see Serenity on opening night, decided that Serenity is not quite as good as The Witch, but it's better. It's 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 slightly better than The Snowman. Uh, it got as a matter of fact, it got the same score. It got the same score on CinemaScore as Maximum Overdrive. Maximum Bullshit.
0: Overkill, you're
3: thinking. You oh, Overkill, and I keep calling it Maximum Overdrive. So uh, CinemaScore, it's a plus. Wait, what? Which one? Maximum Over... Movies? What's Maximum Overdrive? With the Stephen King killer truck one with Emilio... That's S3. Overdrive. Why is Dingus fucking with you? Oh, because I believe Dingus sometimes. Because <laughs> he, oh. he called it Maximum Overkill a couple weeks ago. I can't be bothered to remember it. It's not even the name... You're not helping even... him learn by doing that? It's not my job. <laughs> It's not Two even the point. name of the Stephen King short story, so why, I yeah, don't know why I'm supposed to trucks. remember. Yeah, Exactly, right. Trucks <laughs> is, is way easier to remember. <laughs> it's a little on the hood. Which is oh. dumb because it's not just Trucks. It's toasters. Serenity opened at number eight. It couldn't quite beat the $5 million made by A Dog's Way Home in its third uh-huh. week. Uh, so there was eight they, movies? It, nope, seven. Far? That's, that's, uh, that's not how math works, Kelly Wand. There were seven movies that made more money and uh, – I just done it all. A Dog's, way, how home. Math yeah. dogs way Home. There's something called A Dog's Way Home? What's that? It's about a little do dog. It. It's about a little dog that comes home. It's some like kid's movie with a little like cute dog on the on the poster. Is it looking at a map for the whole movie? I, I, Kelly Wand, you'll have to go see it. I don't know. I, I took the bullet on – what's the thing where uh, uh, Kate Mara saves the, the, the German shepherd from Iraq? Milo Oh, House of Cards. <laughs> there's really a movie, and it's somebody's name. It's one of those movies where they just call it a first name. It's like Nancy or Bill or, or Bob or, or Saul. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, Spy. Kate Mara saves a dog from Iraq, a German shepherd. He's like a bomb-sniffing dog who gets hurt, and she uh, intercedes. Oh. Yeah. So so A Dog's Way Home is that kind of movie. It's like a family pet movie uh, if it's implied
1: there's
4: a search in the title they always find it in the movie like spock like they don't go okay,
3: we can find him no, kelly wand I, I nominate you to go see a dog's way home and let us know it's hard to be nominated i also nominate you to give us a synopsis of serenity what yeah dude i don't know if i can it's such a challenge <laughs> in that oh case just God. tell us just tell us straight up the things that happen in the movie instead of a synopsis okay yeah. I'll just read a description.
0: Are you going to tell us what it's to called, me. or is it going to show up during the synopsis?
4: No, it doesn't show up.
0: <laughs> okay,
3: <laughs> I'm going to tell you. But what, what, what would Thomas guess for such a thing be, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. I would call it the Serenity Synopsis. <sighs> Walsh. All right.
4: <laughs> Serenitopsis. Ah. I thought that'd be an easy one for you. Serenitopsis, is it an easy one? All right. Serenitopsis. Some exciting music plays while two guys snore on a boat. (laughs) I lean over to Affleck sitting beside me in his dazed and confused cowboy costume and go, I'm the one on the left. According to a plaque and close-up, the boat's named Plymouth Island, which sounds confusing. Although I guess boats are islands. Uh, a pterodactyl stuck in the boat's rigging screeches irritably. You see that, Captain? Yeah, I see that. Means the beast is close. He sticks a cigarette in his mouth and flicks a lighter. But the film cuts away before he smokes because the only part the MPAA and Tom agree kids should see is how to start fires. <laughs> Suddenly, an underwater CG walrus shadow starts hauling on the line.
2: <laughs> So many clues in the movie, what's going on?
4: (laughs) It's out of focus, out of soft screen. Yeah boy, Gary, get the net and watch the
2: leather man. (laughs) Sir, we do not have the power. Gary, this is him. Hey, didn't we pay you to let us catch fish in the scene? Fuck off, it's my movie. Yeah You heard the man extra. Let him pull on his rod.
4: (laughs) But that's my brother's rod. (laughs) Lukadahe pulls a knife. Get the fuck down the hole and shut the fuck up, both of you. Also, watch me do this cost extra. But we paid you 700 in gas. McConaughey screams and waves the knife out.
2: This is a trophy fish, guys. Nothing you would be interested in. Go get some beers and enjoy the show <laughs> through the cabin's tiny filthy windows.
4: Here we go, Gary. Woo-hoo! Yeah, boy. Now, you just pull the fishing line up with your hands there. Captain, I have told
2: you there is a reel on the side of your fishing pole. Turn it around.
4: Don't worry, Gary. He's dead in the water. The fish waits till it's still off screen, (laughs) then snaps the line and swims off giggling. (laughs) You think we're paying a dollar more than standard fiasco rates for watching you do all that? Your kid who's programming us is out of his autistic mind. Oh, man. Kadahe looks sad as if he's just read the ending. On a beach, a man in a suit with a briefcase wipes dust onto his glasses and wades out into the ocean to meet the boat because he doesn't know about these things called
1: docks.
4: (laughs) Oh, really? What? Later. Mr.
2: Gosling, he said there's a thing called paper contract we needed them to sign if money
4: was involved. Look, Gary, I'll pay you. still got my residuals from tiptoes. Actually, I'm kind of using those. I'll pay you some other way. Oh, yeah? How? Cut to a shot of the comical black friend having sex with McConaughey while a monkey plays the accordion and sings excitedly in Spanish. Wow. Later, McConaughey lies in bed with Superman's mom to purge his (laughs)
1: memories. (laughs) Why did you say that name?
4: (laughs) (laughs) See, that's probably what the kid was. Never mind.
1: Uh,
4: To purge his memories of Gary's sex farts. Mr. McConaughey, I never get tired of how you say hello. Although sex once in a while would be nice. Speaking of which, have you seen my cat? He's up at Spratt's. She pays the money for telling her this. By the way, a random bank called me to tell me you're dumb. (laughs) Yes, I'm a hook who can't afford hookers. Or can't afford oars. Trumpets. I improvised that. How's your son? Can he pump gas? Some sad music plays. I have a grandkid in college. Diane Lane kisses him and talks about her cat. Then he has anal sex with her that only she enjoys. The kid who plays the kid at this stands up in front of me and goes, "What do you see I programmed my mom's anal later?
1: Oh, jeez.
4: Oh. I didn't write this movie. McConaughey goes to a bar and draws turkeys in his diary. The bartender's all, Hey, I heard you and Gary boned. Hope it wasn't his heart. Done him five times since New Year's. Four. Me and the boys were saying you should give him a name. Already gave him a name, Gary. Cadhey drinks wax through a candle in a glass and walks out. That night, Mr. Matthew, how many paying
2: customers are we taking out tomorrow?
4: Damn it, Gary, it was him today. The fish in my head, I tell you. That's more important than your life.
2: Oh, a captain obsessed with hunting a fish. I've never heard of such a thing.
4: The next morning and Tide news. It's in. Hey there, kitty cat. Mama wants you home. The cat doesn't speak English, so they both walk off. At home, McConaughey raises his world's greatest lawyer mug.
1: <sighs> Sorry, kid.
4: Sorry, kid. I almost got him. Kelly's theory at this stage is that a fish ate you. <laughs> That night he lies in bed while headlights fuck with his wall. He has flashbacks to his kid looking at pictures of exposition. The next morning, the briefcase guy rides in a bus and stares at us while McConaughey's truck is stuck in a red light. The red light turns yellow before green. Stupid kid. (laughs) Next day... (laughs) (laughs) didn't see the movie probably feeling dumb
1: <laughs>
4: as opposed to how we feel for seeing it the next day after another disastrous fishing outing damn it gary this is all your fault ever since that stupid wife of yours died we had caught jack shit fuck her gary bows his head sadly in agreement his wife wasn't smart find yourself a boat commercial gary walks off sadly to arrest the development charlie brown music later at the bar You know, uh, what's your name in this? Baker Dill? (laughs) (laughs) The fuck? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Baker Dill. Uh, Anyway, there's an Argentinian baby up the street that can cast a luck spell. Um, It got that Indian woman, an old lady. I need a drink. Percentages aren't science, by the way. Also, Gary came by and said he's excited about working with you tomorrow. Also, my ex-cousin says you could do uh, How to Lose a Guy in 20 Days for twice the budget. (laughs) I only fish tuna. You fish one tuna, Gary. I mean, acre dill. And that tuna is your head. Someone say tuna. I mean head. Anne Hathaway walks in. She puts a dollar bill in a puddle of beer and cigarette ash. Princess Diaries Anne Hathaway. (laughs) Good to see you, no brain. I'll have a sparkling lemon too. In a glass with liquid? Why not? So, McConaughey. (laughs) My name's not John in this. I didn't say John. So, do you live in a place here that serves dinner? Only place inside you use ones that open. It's great, John. I came to tell you I was right and you were wrong. I mean, I hear I, I have a boat. I mean, <laughs> later. <laughs> Whoa, you own this whole boat? Bank and me take turns. President of the Bank at seasick. drives. <laughs> that sounds like us. <laughs> hey, remember Dodo, the relentless one? Oh, Matt, everybody knew about Iraq and the metals, although I think you say Afghanistan later. Anyway, someone took a picture of a fish on Facebook. Hello. Said it looked like Macon Was it a big fish? Huh? What? McConaughey tries to cut lumps out of some strawberry preserves on his cutting <laughs> board. Because if photography was involved, it must have been a big fish. Okay, well... Anyway, so he cropped out the cellulite, and here you are. So you ran yourself after your math teacher. That's a cool backstory. <laughs> Still ain't told me what you want. What you want. Well, I figured if you were a math teacher, you'd be excited to hear you're right about my husband being a dick. He's drunk and angry all the time, as opposed to you. Get a divorce. Except I guess you can't. He knows people in Miami. (laughs) So, ready? How's my son? Guess fish didn't eat him after all, Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) The school says he has accounting ability. The husband character's joining me here day after tomorrow. He loves fishing tuna, calls it the most dangerous game, and man's like ninth. Man won't save us. Anyway, kill him. I'll give you $10. You can pretend we're interstellar characters. Tom's favorite. Get the fuck off my boat. You're scaring the fish with your war. Make it $10 still. Fuck off my boat. Mr. Dillweed, hello, ma'am? Do you know the captain of that boat? I know everyone on the island does, so I thought I'd ask you first. I've been off screen here for days. I tried waiting. Later, in her stylishly dark room, Diane Lane's all. Heard you got lucky last night. Sure did, three polywogs, six barnacles, two deep ones, thousand pounds each. With some seaweed and old boot for breakfast. Want some? They say she looks like some kind of model airplane and wants you to kill her husband. <laughs> Takes his pants off. Where are you going? to take a shower. He forgets to though, and trips and falls off a cliff into some water.
1: <laughs>
4: That's what happens when you wander out outside, stupid. McConaughey <laughs> swims around underwater and sees the chick from Waterworld, <laughs> He wakes up screaming at a table. The table's wet from his screams. Somewhere dumb, I guess Miami, the Waterworld lady touches her wet table. <laughs> director stands up in front of me and goes, it's like Les Jedi this. <laughs> okay. no. yeah. You're welcome. Suddenly, Hathaway's husband shows up with some luggage. Beside me, Dingus is all, don't trust
1: him! He's a CG <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> with a nice body! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, <laughs> Our brand Armando! What is happening? Wait, dude. they I... compliments.
4: It's faithful representation. It's my JFK. <laughs> Anne Hathaway puts on a bath mat. Husband jump scares her, then drinks from a metal flask he somehow got through airport security. All right, lose the robe. Whoa, hey! Turn around first, nice and slow. Not that slow. Christ. He stares at her ass. What's this? My, my bowel? He takes off his belt, I guess to measure it. Later, at Jamaican 7-Eleven. that husband character of hers calling me to find out where he can get champagne at 10 a.m. <laughs> From the bottle. Oh, you 25 cents for these worms. Thanks for taking them out of me. Word on the street is the husband beat her with his belt off screen between scenes just now. Didn't make a sound, right above her ass crack. That must be a strange place, right? Yep. Says she offered you money to murder him. Oh, and briefcase guy from Half-Life was looking for you. Um, left his <laughs> card. <laughs> Later on up here. Captain, wife says you're being a little difficult about murdering me. I told your stupid wife last night that my idiot Black friend quit. Damn you all, want to be in a movie about me fishing badly alone. Jesus, talks like a fucking college professor, this guy over here. Look, bro, I won the uh, Barstow 4-H Club's uh, Treskin and Angler Hoops-A-Daisy one year running. Assuming I win this year. Hathaway waves from the pier. Guys, I'm in this scene. <laughs> <sighs> Look, my uncanny valley-eyed wife uh, literally typed on the internet to make this the best fishing trip since Cuckoo's Nest. Now, I could go somewhere else. But something two days. So be here at seven. Just you, me, and the motherfucking tuna. <laughs> Hathaway's all. Hey, I have a name in this. <laughs> I think it's Mildred. Sorry, mister. Tain't worth the risk. <laughs> this guy and his taint over here. Every man has his price. He adds McConaughey his business card. That should cover everything. See you at seven. We'll figure out which day once we're at sea. Come on, Bug Eyes. He spakes Hathaway awake. <laughs> McConaughey growls jealously. He'd like to be spanked by a nice-bodied CG ape. (laughs) Oh, my God. Hey, man, that's quotable. I wish I was... Mr. McConaughey, I'm 20 seconds late again, as usual. Ignoring the lawyer, McConaughey drives his fish on a forklift to his Asian friend's garage. (laughs) Asian friend's all... Hey, my colleagues say I should psychoanalyze my clients less, but you have a fish in your head. I blame Hathaway's eyes, personally. Also, you got something in your nose there. That's why I gotta get it out. Connie takes out his lighter and sets fire to his stubble. Outside, hey kitty cat, hanging out in a flatbed that just had a bunch of fish in it. Oh, crazy. I'm gonna take you home and collect my reward. Later, the cat claws panicked at a window, trying desperately to leave a room. <laughs> Makané and Superman's mom are having sex. <laughs> Yeah, hates it. Hates their sex. Just like the kid programmed the cat (laughs) to do. We hear Diane Lane moaning with irritation.
1: Ugh, that
4: was fast, even for you. Say, everybody in town's baffled why you're not killing the husband. Eh, he lights his lighter and smokes it. So which would you choose, Baker Dill? Hathaway or a... Hathaway or a in your head. He you forgets she's talking in bales. And in fish news, Hathaway's husband's upset that McConaughey's not murdering him, and Diane Lane's cat represents the same thing as the fish, but easier.
2: McConaughey, the Hathaway husband character keeps drinking this champagne out of my ear and shoe.
4: Yeah, well, strap
2: him in. Now another expert tell me the husband offering you $10. Life hands you an opportunity. You make lemonade. Do it. I take two lemonades.
4: You make six. Tom's math. uh. McConaughey watches a kid walk towards a pay toilet. Okay, but you come too. I need someone to carry my socks. Later. My husband's offering $10 for you to fish off screen with him tomorrow, <laughs> so that's $20. Are you going to do it now? Yeah, just a fish. No murder. Except for the fish. Oh, great. Come on, Matt, please kill Nice Body. What's worse, a son in his room hearing keys or one with a murderer for a father? By the way, our son hears you talk about fish through his computer monitor. I mean, he's programmed me to tell you that. Who knows? <laughs> Captain,
2: the Nice Body brought hard liquor aboard. <laughs> and vice versa. Isn't that against your no body rule? Rules have changed, Gary. Later, out on the boat. McConaughey Baker Dill, look, pterodactyl. They don't fly over land. Everybody know that.
1: <laughs>
4: oh, has uh, going a little bit candor, but he is black. Yeah, weird stuff going on, Dill. My name is Gary. Gary Black, friend. <laughs> Man, how do you dipshits live in a town drinking at only one fucking bar at a time?
2: <sighs> it's not so bad. place used to be called Ropes, but then he says a bunch of stuff.
4: Hey, what do you fags do for bitches in this town? Especially you, Remus.
2: Not much. It's the McConaughey movie.
4: <laughs> uh, all the elderly shopkeepers, the reverends, and grandmas all told me uh, Diane Lane takes it in the ass for ten cents a pop. You guys know anything about that?
2: The only superhero's mother I sleep with is Aquabands.
4: Well, I better hit her up tonight. I've never paid so much for ass in all my life. You don't have kids, do you, Mr. Zakafanek? (laughs) Kakis? Eh, my bug-eyed wife's got this Waterworld kid. Creepy little fuck. And so's the kid. He's supposed to be math genius. But I looked at his screen. Know what he's doing all day? Catching fish. Suddenly a shark shows up and nothing happens. Later, <laughs> Hathaway watches the boat putter back into port and sees three figures on board laughing. Damn. Check it out, bug eyes. Daddy cut a big fat shark. But don't worry, tomorrow I'll get you promise, a promise. Fucking... I can't do this. <laughs> don't worry, Daddy cut you big fat shark. Bug eyes. Don't worry, promise I'll get you a big fat tuna tomorrow to go with those
2: eyes. That night, Mr. Matthew... Tell me exposition. My own
4: life is irrelevant to me. I went away to fight Nazis in a submarine. When I came back, her eyes were bigger. She was married to 8 Body. But I never really came back. Wait. Yeah, I did. Sorry. I thought this was Germany. Second.
2: I'm not talking about the past. I'm talking about today, which is also the past. She wants you to kill him. You have a son character from Waterworld. What about tomorrow? Bill Baker... What about tomorrow? There's a god in this computer game, Mr. Matthew, and you are a good actor. Compared to Taylor Lautner, cage deficient the, the head, not the man in
4: the open boat. God likes the husband. Nice body. Wakade sleeps in some rain. Hathaway walks up <laughs> wearing a coat. She makes him go inside the boat cabin with her, then points to a string around her middle finger, sticks it in his face, and goes, Remember when you put this on there? When I was 16, we went to the bridge. You were fishing. You said I was finally old enough. I had sand on my body parts. My hands. She kisses him for saying that. All right, listen up. I'll kill him tomorrow, but you bring my son. I want custody. Awesome. That, actually, that's even better for me. He's kind of a people don't change. I'm still the girl at the bridge. He starts to have sex with her from behind, but she cries, so he does it missionary. He lasts about three seconds. <laughs> there, I beat him. I win. You were okay, by the way. <laughs> she shakes her head in disagreement and leaves. McConaughey flicks his lighter and smokes one of Hathaway's eyes. <sighs> Son, are you watching just now? I usually last way longer. Lane. Mr. McConaughey, it's me again. 20 seconds late guy succession i'm the head of regional sales for fisher price i want bigger hands later inside mcconaughey's desk room mr mcconaughey this is the fisher price fish finder it'll work promise you i am the rules you're the uh, sorry i guess the kid had a typo those are the rules. What'd you think I said? Catch the fish. Don't kill the man. I'm a tutorial, online tutorial, I guess. And so's Gary. By the way, you're in your son's computer game. Catch the cat. That one's pretty tough. That just shows up wherever you are. Other games, fuck Diane Lane in the ass, champagne at 10. But the metagame is called Catch the Tuna. It's not a murdering husband game. That's just the son fucking with you, I guess. Okay, bye. <laughs> McConaughey farts awake and can't sit up till his clock says it's five. Damn that kid's typos. McConaughey gets bored, looks at a map I guess he's never looked at before. It's all blue with one tiny dot in the middle. He checks his underwear. Similar. Edited vanilla Sky News, some kid's programming me to say all this. Who cares what time it is? McConaughey drives to a road in the middle of a cornfield. Alright, Patrick. <laughs> Why am I here? Cornfield, you want me to kill Eight Man today? Or listen to Gary, is there a walkthrough for this? Man, that war. Oh, I remember when you were three, we went fishing. Didn't catch a damn thing. I was pissed off. Fuck you, Patrick. Guess that's why he made me such a dick, huh? There's a flashback of the kid watching McConaughey fish. McConaughey doesn't look mad at all. Hathaway wakes up to a bloody pillow. <laughs> uh, not again. She goes into a bathroom and sees her husband sitting by a bathtub with some red CG on his hand. Ugh, not again! There were six of them against me. Boom, boom, boom! I went down like a ton of bricks. Ugh. Jesus, my son's the worst game designer ever. <laughs> Meanwhile, Mr. Matthew,
2: don't worry. I used my 2000 that I will get from taking the husband out today to pay an Argentinian block smeller to break his hand so we cannot take him out today. The perfect plan! <laughs> uh,
4: but I didn't do it for his hand. I did it to yours. McConaughey screams on the pier for a bit. Later, on the pier still. <laughs> give me a bottle of rum, no brain. All right, here you go. Wait, I gave you one in another scene here? I think Kelly cut it. Hey, you want some ham and eggs? By the way, every, everyone in town met Matt. They said they saw you taking naked swims, sleeping in rain. I'm calling Dr. Bob, okay? That's my job as a bartender. Go ahead. Um. Well, uh, actually, the son did program that character yet. Conaghy crashes his truck into some wicker baskets. His first success of the movie. <laughs> then he goes to the cornfield. <laughs> He goes to the cornfield I guess he thinks his son lives in and yells stuff. (laughs) Then he gets drunk on a seashore. Succession walks up. (laughs) I called your office. They said you're real. My son and I played a video game called Afghanistan. Fish named Justice. Man, it all adds up. We are such stuff as dreams are made on, sir. Sure, that's the right quote, stupid (laughs) kid. Every wave that breaks is a guess. By the way, your son programmed his mom to get choked like a fishing pole, so the husband will be on the boat at noon. McConaughey drives his truck around. In the hotel room, Hathaway tries to interest her husband in fishing. Here, come on, here, <laughs> pretend my throat is the pole. Now choke me, <laughs> uh, See, now you wanna go. By the way, I'll come fish with you and pay myself the $10. Later on the pier, Hathaway walks up wheeling a muttering husband in a wheelchair. Matt, I drugged his gun. It's fate. How you doing, old man? Wow, his hand is really off screen. Just get him on board. Movie's almost over. <laughs> Diane Lane's cat walks onto the pier to watch as they tip the wheelchair so the husband sprawls under the boat's deck. <laughs> Gary emerges from someone's house wearing a white shirt and watches Bacatae, Hathaway and the husband put her out to sea. Damn, there goes that 2,000. <laughs> The pterodactyl flies around. The boat floats around. Suddenly, a closet door on the boat bursts open. Mr. McConaughey, I stowed away <laughs> to bring you luck. I think my name is Willie.
1: Uh, <laughs>
4: thought you'd like seeing you had a stowaway. Uh, aren't stowaways considered lucky? That's my premise. Have I been to the movie before this? <laughs> By the way, I was also in the closet there during your love scene with Hathaway. <laughs> Beside me, Mr. Glass is all stowaway character waiting in the closet. Classic video
1: game trope. <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, that's why it's named after him tropes suddenly the fishing line starts unreeling rapidly it's him it's justice see mr mcconaughey i told you i'd bring you luck mcconaughey makes the husband take the fishing pole then he and hathaway just pick him up and toss him overboard <laughs> the stowaway watches expressionlessly <laughs> he added a lot to the As the husband streaks toward the ocean floor, he's all, Why don't I just let go of the (laughs) reel? And in sports news, a kid in Miami got bored programming a fishing game last night and killed his stepfather, uh, a man with a nice body. On an unrelated (laughs) note... Kid's real father was killed in Afghanistan, not by the kid, 13 years ago. Uh, Programming experts call the kid's graphic descriptions of Superman's mom's ass, quote, mostly (laughs) off-screen. Kane walks up to a payphone and picks up the receiver. Hello? Dad, it's me, Waterworld? Uh, I think I just accidentally programmed my computer game to arrest me in Miami. (laughs) It's okay, you did the right thing. Murder. The audience is probably applauding right now, as all the pieces fall into place. Dad, I'm going to patch the game so I can visit you. Yeah, whatever, I'll be here. Your map's really helpful. You'll find me easily. It's hit the boat. Its name is Plymouth Island. Conaghy hangs up and stares around as the buildings turn into CG. Although he hung up the phone, his kids' VO's all, There's a you and a me somewhere, huh? Beside me, Shyamalan stands up and goes, "Bullshit!" Yeah, <laughs> <The end. laughs> it's never felt so outraged. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Serenity, uh, <clears throat> almost word for word, the movie. Oh, very good, Kelly. Warned. So you should watch it before you listen to what you
1: already listened.
3: Well, I saw it first, so I'll go first. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my, my over and under... My over is uh, a, a movie with Ryan Reynolds called... Uh, my over and under are movies where, oh, we're all in a simulation or a computer game, or, oh, look how freaky it is. It's a big twist. Uh, the, the, over, the, movie. The, the over is a movie called The Nines with Ryan Reynolds, which I don't care for. Uh, it's interesting. And, and this The Nines is better than Serenity because The Nines has a sequence where... A very um, uncharacteristically chesty Hope Davis does a cover of Peggy Lee's Is That All There Is? A little musical number in the middle of the nines, which I quite enjoy that scene. Uh, But the nines is not very good. My under, and I'm picking this one just to annoy Kelly Wand, my under is Videodrome. (laughs) Because... uh, At least uh, – That's this... the stupidest thing you've ever said. Well, here's <laughs> the deal. On. In in this movie, there was at Under. least – Under? Yep. In, in this movie, there was a period where I was like, okay, I'm kind of watching an, an interesting Florida Keys noir with Matthew McConaughey. Throughout Videodrome, I always knew I was watching crappy er, – uh, that's redundant. I was watching early David Cronenberg. Never tricked into thinking it was anything Long else. Long live
4: the new Flash. Oh. Just went over your head. Just <laughs> went over your head. You don't like the fucking gun, the tumor gun. What?
3: No, I I, I, think we I I don't like any early Cronin Kelly Wan. We've we've been into this. I, we've been over this before. Until until very he hits convex. the until he hits the fly. I'm not really into Cronin. And it's James Woods. So oh good lord. And Blondie, and Debbie Harry. Completely wasted. They do nothing uh, good with her. His so, <laughs> Dingus, you go next. What's a movie that is not <laughs> quite hunter. as good and a movie that is better than uh, Serenity? Did you refer to something as Florida Noir? Like Florida Keys Noir. There's a Humphrey Bogart movie. Uh, what's the one where there's a
0: – Key Largo. Oh,
3: one. yeah, yeah, Key Largo. Of course, right. That's – Okay.
0: You yeah. made me think yeah. about a movie that I think takes place in South Carolina called Palmetto. Do you remember that? It's a Woody that was Harrelson. A TV show. No. Oh,
4: no, it was a movie, right, and he's hanging. There's two ladies in it that are both hot. He's like, Yeah, Dude.
0: Elizabeth Shue and Gina Carson. Yeah, that's uh, what I meant. So <laughs> when Tom said Florida Noir, it made me – I don't know what – it made me – it just made my brain click to Palmetto, which that is I quite like. Anyway, so my over-under is um, – my under would be uh, a movie – I immediately started thinking of the, about this movie when he – Finally started realizing where where am I? How many years have I been here? We've Ugh. always been here, and there's all the NPCs he's talking to and whatnot. Uh, so I would put the Truman Show under this. Um, under this, the,
3: this is better than Truman Show. Truman Show's yeah. overrated. Okay, I don't
0: is, uh, I don't like the Truman Show. I think it's just Jim Carrey aping too much, and it's just like it's too goofy. I just I I like the the I. As much as it is reminiscent of Interstellar when he winds up out in that cornfield, I like that feeling of, of that going to the the, the streetlight and it not having the right colors and the right sequence and the different things that aren't quite working because um, of kid logic. It does, It's not really well written in any way. I really hated this movie. Um, but I liked it better than the Truman Show when Truman's trying to leave the island and now all of a sudden traffic just is, is appearing in front of him. Magically, Um, so uh, I would pick the Truman Show for under this. Over this, I would pick a movie called uh, Midnight Special, uh, which is a Jeff Nichols movie, which is another director I really, really love, but uh, whose uh, follow-up to uh, Take Shelter was Midnight Special, and I just didn't think worked as well. I liked it plenty, but not very much. Um. so it's this isn't the top isn't closely bracketed because I really hated I hated Serenity I didn't know what the hell I didn't know what the hell Stephen Knight was trying to do here um, well I knew what he was trying to do I just don't think he executed it very well uh, so I would put Midnight Special just above this I guess so Kelly you're next
4: Uh, The thing I hate about The Truman Show is it's only good as a show when he's trying to escape, and his normal life's boring as shit. So I never understood the premise of that. Because it's just a normal dude. Why would would that be the highest rated? Anyway, my over is uh, a movie called Brain Dead with Bill Pullman and Paxton from the 80s. They're arguing about what reality is, and my under is Matrix Revolutions. Uh, But there was... I liked about 10 minutes of this movie when I thought that the twist was going to be that it was reality and the map was planted and it was all a big conspiracy to get him to commit murder. It was going to be like a total
3: recall kind of like that's the twist. (laughs) Oh, that would have been really cool. I'm I'm bummed you didn't write Serenity, Kelly Wand. No, me too. I know, I am
4: too. Because Jeremy Strong just tells him that. You go, oh, wait, they wouldn't just tell You wouldn't just have a guy come up and tell you that, especially if it breaks your own premise, really. Because the kid's well, programming the guy to just tell him that.
3: The that's movie so is so stupid. clumsy with its own concept. It's so, it I mean, doesn't know what it's doing. And that's, yeah. what
4: I, that's what I
0: want you guys to talk about because you guys know <sighs> video games much <laughs> better no than I do. But caring. it does. It's supposed. It supposedly does. I, think. I know, but even what l- what it does. has
4: even less than what Tom said about Ready Player One. Like this is even less. What video games this? This isn't video game theme.
3: Stephen Knight's, I I think his context for video games, uh, you can see in, I think this happens three times, where the camera does a weird kind of 90 degree segment swing around one of the characters. Yeah. And my theory is that someone was showing Stephen Knight a video game that's played in third person, where when you move the camera using the, the mouse or the controller or whatever you're using, you can swing the camera around your character while your character is in this video game. And I think someone showed oh. that to Stephen Knight, and he was like, oh, that's cool. And so there are a few shots. Like it's first when Anne Hathaway is introduced, when she walks into the bar, and the camera swings around like that. And I thought, oh, okay, it's like a dramatic reveal of the femme fatale. But later on, he does it a couple of times, and I'm convinced he thinks that, this, that that's an expression of computer games. <laughs> that- oh, I was totally confused about that
0: <clears throat> in the, the quote-unquote shower scene, which is really a bath. Because that's when that's when I really noticed it. Where's was he's walking over to the cliff and the camera keeps like the, doing this weird shift. I didn't. Yeah.
3: And okay. I think that's that's otherwise. I think this movie has nothing to do. Like Kelly Wan mentioned, Ready Player One. I don't think Stephen Knight has any insight into video games or, uh, or what they are. I think well, he's maybe watched over someone's shoulder and maybe someone told him about it and he got this idea about a virtual world. But this, this but even then, has,
4: in a game, you play as. Your point of view doesn't shift. In this movie, he goes to two different characters talking. Like, How is that in a video
3: game? I don't I don't think it is. I'm just saying that that she one weird serious. shot where he – that weird camera trick where the camera swings around, I think he saw that in a computer game cause, and thought, OK, I'm going to do camera that movie movement. and that's going to be a clue for the fact that you're in a computer game. Uh, but otherwise, I, mean, I don't think it has anything oh. to do with computer games. This whole idea of – you know, there's this game called Second Life <clears throat> where it's. <laughs> you, you just jump in and you create your own activities, and players are supposed to create their own games. That's and a activities. multi. Uh, right, right. But I think that's. I think that also is partly what this this movie thinks that it's getting at, is these virtual spaces. Uh, And also this idea, too, that one kid just made a computer game for himself. That also just says to me, he has no idea what computer games are, how they get made, or even how they get played. Exactly. Yeah, you don't make a game for yourself and play it. Uh, I'm going to have my dad
4: on an island who doesn't know why he's there, failing to catch a fish until I have another – an NPC telling me he's in a game – And my mom will show up and try and get him to kill my
3: stepdad. But then I'll have a black friend tell him not to. It's going to be the best game ever. I mean, even the internal logic. I don't think there's any sort of internal consistency in terms of what what the rules are, how this works. And uh, it's just just a dumb cheat throughout that thinks that it's going to thrill you with its reveal. Uh, Tell
0: me what you think the reveal is, Tom.
3: <laughs> well, it is—it's it's playing with this whole idea. I mean, some movies do this to varying effect. This whole idea of basically kids stoned in their college dorm room, saying, "What, what if this was all a simulation and it wasn't real? Uh, you know, what if what if we were just what if God was like playing a video game?" Uh, and there's actually there's serious theories of this idea of. of if this is a simulation, how would we know? Uh, and there, that's a sort of a philosophical question that people mm. can examine. And also, when when dumb kids get stoned, they they can talk <laughs> about how cool that would be or how trippy it would be. And this is a movie that it, it's an expression of that. Which you know, the Matrix is a great case example of it. This is a really clumsy example of it. So the reveal is. Yeah, wouldn't it be cool if everything was a computer game and you were just a character in it? And not necessarily cool. In this case, I think it's kind of supposed to be nightmarish and a little bit poignant and wistful. Uh, So I think that's Uh, the reveal, is what if reality was an illusion? Your Um, stupid kid's dumbest ideas about noir movies. And I, I think in the script, the idea, too, is supposed to be how the kid's love for his dad endures, and the dad is a manifestation of the love. I mean, I don't know. There's
4: He loves Diane Lane, my dad. <laughs>
3: this that, that, character I mean, doesn't exist the, in the real world. That's part of the internal consistency stuff, too, Kelly Wand, is you're right. Like, everything that he does, smoking, dropping F-bombs, having sex with Diane Lane... That's these not are video th- games. These are things that his that his son Son's programmed him to do. Right, exactly, which is a little weird when you, when you think about it. Having sex with Anne Hathaway, and, and deciding... To make it a revenge fuck, like that's that's weird. Why is your kid programming that's son, that? That's his son, right? Doing that about his parents, <laughs> right? Right. And you're uh, not, and we're not supposed to
4: notice that. Right. That's the part that I'm at no, that I feel insulted by. Uh, I disagree. I, I think, think it's,
0: I think we are supposed to notice that.
4: What's my takeaway from that?
0: That the kid's a fucking weird <laughs> no, stalker.
4: Kid, that, fucking, I want my mom to get fucked in the ass. No, that the
0: right. kid is a kid and he doesn't know how to properly. Program what sex looks like. I mean, that's he true. He doesn't understand that. I mean, did, like, just like that weird, like, why is the steering wheel on the right hand side? Why is uh, why is the uh, sequence of the lights wrong? Uh, why are all these? Why are the? Why are these little glitches going on? Um, glitches. Because uh, I think this is Stephen Knight's attempt to make kid logic into into this world, which doesn't work uh, at all, I don't think, because if, if the kid is smart enough to be able to program these lines of code, I think he can figure out how streetlights work.
4: We know nothing else about this kid. We're giving nothing, given nothing else except this stupid game. And I'm getting sick of movies where I'm supposed to sympathize with a kid on general principle. It's like Kids are just like everybody. There's a couple winners, a whole lot of losers. All I know about this kid is that he's into noir and designs bad games and is a murderer. So at the end, if, if that's supposed to be a happy ending, dad, I'll find you sometime later. Fuck that kid. Fuck everyone in this movie.
3: He's a terrible character. I, I think I, the sympathy for the kid, Kelly Wan, is that he lost his father in, in, in the war. Like, I, I think right. that's the trenchant right. fact, yeah. that, and that's one of the uh, big reveals. And no, I, I agree with you. I, mean, he's, I think it's, his, not he, enough.
0: he's trying to bring his dad back to life. Right. I mean I, I think that's what's actually happening here, and that's, that's the most interesting thing about this movie. I just don't think it's done well. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, John Renninger actually agrees with you, uh, Tommy, and that's why I asked that question about that. Uh, he he, John Renninger is our one writer inner this week, and he said it was better than he thought it would be. And he said that uh. there are some people that think that we are living in a simulation, although not me. He says parenthetically, he wants to make us make clear that he's not crazy. Uh, and he says instead of an over or under, I would pro- pro- propose an even. With the movie Identity, uh, which also uh, has good. great actors having great performances and also relies on a ludicrous twist or two that make everything else make no sense.
3: Yeah, uh, was, not to this degree. The precocious right. kid, too, is a big part of yeah, Identity. Yeah, which is yeah. Very, yeah, yeah. But that ending is,
4: is darker compared to this horse shit. I like the ending of Identity in a way.
3: Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, 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 mean, it's, it's also like a vanilla, like Kelly Wanda alluded to. I mean, there's a Vanilla Sky kind of thing going on here. Uh, I've,
0: uh, I, forgive me, I've never okay. seen Vanilla Sky, and it's okay if you spoil it for me.
3: So really? What's I think you like it.
1: Well, It's the, a remake
3: too. I think the, the I, I've never seen the original, which I want to after Vanilla Sky. Kelly Wand, what is the, what's uh, spoil Vanilla Sky for Dingus? Oh, are, I what, wanted
0: to what, watch what it.
3: Because the camera DS character is kind of fun. <laughs>
4: yeah. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel weird spoiling Villa Bill Sky for can All
0: right. Can you, can you do it? Can you parallel it to this in ways that would make me want to see it?
4: It's better than this, and it's
3: similar <laughs> to this. Um, well, it plays it with it the hangs same together idea.
1: better. Right.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's, Vanilla Sky it plays it a lot more solidly. And turn, and it's, a, it's a remake of a movie called Open Your Eyes, I think. It uh, plays it a lot more – it plays it closer to the vest as it's going, and you think you're watching a movie about a guy's normal life and, and his, his complications with the women in his life. And it, it saves the really trippy – reveal stuff till an appropriate later time right Uh, but it it's the same kind of thing where what if reality was a lie what if it was and there's more
4: ambiguity like you you don't know where the break is for sure after the movie right you can debate it While as with this you just have a
3: guy tell you (laughs) is open your eyes spanish who is that by the way doesn't it have to be because penelope cruz that makes sense because you know what? What reminds me of a best case scenario this kind of movie that doesn't pussyfoot around, where you know something weird is up. You know that what you're watching, even though the trappings look normal, uh, you know that there's something else going on here. Is a, a span? Actually, I think it's Mexican. A movie that you Spanish. and I have seen, *Kelly Want El Incidente*.
4: Oh no no! Uh, El incidente.
3: El incidente is it's either Spanish or Mexican. I'm not. I'm not. I sure. meant open your eyes. Is and... that the staircase right, right, movie that right. you talked exactly, about? Exactly the staircase movie. Yeah. Uh, and, and El incidente, like that's the whole premise of, of it is, uh, like it's it's not it's not trying to it never tries to trick you. It just tries to And it to doesn't soft pedal it like yeah. it's schmaltzy. Exactly exactly. It, at it, all. It plays it for the the, the horrific idea of. You know, what if this isn't real? What if it? You know, what, yeah. what if uh, reality isn't what you expected it to be? What if there was some shenanigans going on, and how terrifying that would be, and how that would drive you insane? Uh, yeah. So Ellen still it, put up
4: with it. it well, you it's wouldn't so have any choice.
3: Weird. Yeah, you'd have to come to terms, uh, with yeah, with this new perspective on reality and how freaky it would be and, and yeah. how damaging it would be, frankly. Uh, when you
0: say you, do you mean the the main character? Because the, there is an element of this movie that I really loved, and it reminded me of Edge of Tomorrow, and that is this idea of this, this character who's caught in this loop that mm-hmm. somebody else is controlling or that is beyond him that he can, you know, in Edge of Tomorrow, eventually he gets to uh, gain control over that but here it seems like it, it's it's this idea for me and this might be naive of the fact that if you create something that character that you create in this case in a video game but maybe it could be in writing, maybe it could be in a movie, has its own sentience. I mean it gains its own sentience and is just utterly under the control of whoever the creator is.
3: Wait. We, yeah, but uh, – so wait for uh, – from the perspective of Matthew McConaughey, you mean?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean when I'm asking who who you is because cause he begins to – he, he 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 seems to understand at the end that um, anything that happens to me happens to me. Uh, somebody else is controlling all of this, and this is my life from now on until the end of eternity. Right, right. And that—that's what I mean by a sense of sentience, of of understanding. Like, okay, um, the, and the idea that video games that we play or movies that we watch, those characters actually exist as some sort of beings. Uh, that that there's kind of an interesting idea there. That that those 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 things that we create, as writers or as directors or as video game designers or whatever. Actually, we created them and they are going to exist and they're going to die over and over and over again because we created them. They are actually things just as we are things that were created or evolved. I so, mean, that, that's that. that there's a there's a great sort of horrific idea there. Yeah, I just don't think the movie explores it.
3: What what you're talking about, Dingus, I think is is expressed pretty well, even though it gets a little confused uh, by Jonathan Nolan and I think her name is Lisa Lovejoy, uh, the people who created the the Westworld remake or reboot for for uh, HBO. Oh. There's that whole idea of your created playthings and you as the creator, and if. If you give your playthings enough of uh, a similarity to being real and in and, and actual people, at what point do they cross over? like Westworld explores that a lot, and it can get a little sloppy. Uh, but Westworld really gets at what you're talking about uh, in a way that this I don't think this movie does because i I think the more point is robots movie, are more. But it's this idea also of characters in a computer game or characters that you write in a story, and what happens when they take on a life of their own? What happens when you imbue them with so much uh fake sentience that that you can't really tell the difference anymore uh, you did I sent you something that too many cooks guys did, and it seemed to annoy you, <laughs> but it was like a video game
4: short film about a boss battle, and like the guys. Playing a video game, he's doing. Oh no
3: no no yeah long. yeah that super weird meta. No, it was yeah no I remember that yeah. Wow, you were like, why'd you send this to me? <laughs> I don't know. It, like it, it. Was, it was weird and trippy and yeah yeah. But but I think what Dingus is talking about is, is as part of the creative process and the characters who would create as, as, as real entities. But I think what's going on here, though, is it just wants to be – you know, Kelly Wan made the M. Night Shyamalan joke. It just wants to be a twist, and it wants to yeah. surprise yeah. the audience and trick the audience. Um,
4: the thing that's
3: bullshit is – OK, when Anne Hathaway goes,
4: uh, our son watches you on his computer monitor. Why would
3: – that –
4: so you know, she's he, not really saying that? I, <laughs> or the kid's saying that through her to him? To the player? To the character? Never mind.
3: I mean, I, I, I don't... I, I think one of the problems here, too, and it's just a matter of Stephen Knight just really having no idea what to do with this concept and being really clumsy with the storytelling, is the opening shot kind of makes it clear. Like, there's no... he's. I think the opening yeah. shot. Any any movie that starts with someone's face and you fly into their eyeball and then the movie unfolds. You've just told me this movie is in this person's head. You've oh, pretty much tipped. you pretty much that. tipped your hand. <laughs> like, don't you can't be pussyfooting around and making me think that you're you're that i'm tricked are you get, like you're not tricking me once you literally fly into someone's head to show me your movie yeah uh, and that's well, the well, opening
1: shot says it too and halfway the, through so there's the no... weird
0: thing is that she says she doesn't say he watches her he watches him he says he, he hears you through the computer monitor so it makes no uh, sense either it doesn't make any sense. So uh, he's typing. I, I totally miss what Tom was talking about altogether. And that here's like here's you through the computer monitor made me think they were communicating in some way. And that I mean it took me a while to figure out this movie. I was really slow.
4: Then he calls him at the end, but he's in jail then. So how is he programming the, his payphone call
3: to his dad? <laughs> he's arrested. Whatever. I mean, really, what this movie is setting up, and and it's I, 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 this movie is strong. No, this movie is Tron.
0: Yeah, you're uh... right. Well done. Yeah, you're right. All
3: right. It's just Tron uh... with more photorealistic graphics. <laughs> it's
4: just... Well, is a well, of Wilde wild character is definitely present.
3: <laughs> so let's talk about the cast because, Kelly Wan, I don't know about you, I loved seeing Jeremy Strong show up. Uh, yeah, and Succession's the greatest what a,
0: show ever. What, what do we know him from? Oh, from Succession. He's oh,
3: been okay. in other stuff. Uh, like, he's he's had a lot of credits. Uh, I want to go back and watch uh, Big Short, because apparently he's in that fairly prominently. Uh, Adam McKay talked about finding him in yeah, Big I Short, which is how he uh, also cast him in Succession. Uh, and in Succession— Kendall uh, Logan in succession he's brilliant like this this actor yeah. jeremy strong who just plays a throwaway lawyer character he's the equivalent of reese darby in welcome in the jumanji movie where they just completely <laughs> yeah. waste him as a as an npc gag uh, yeah but it's the but, same but, role you're right exactly but but jeremy strong is is a really compelling fascinating actor and I just couldn't take my eyes off of him throughout Succession. I mean, he holds his own next to some really impressive actors uh, in, in that yeah. miniseries on HBO. And the thing is, he's not – like, like he doesn't play – it. He, his character in Succession, I think I've said this to you before, Kelly Wand, he is a – a seething ball of fear and insecurity and neuroses with a thin layer of wealth and privilege and faux Mm -hmm. confidence very brittly stretched over it. And, and and that's you know that yeah. he does that throughout the, these episodes of succession. Yeah, very textured. So he's almost the main character, really. Oh, oh no! I would argue by the time that the, the season's over, it's all about his character arc. Yeah, I mean yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. whole point of that season is his character arc. Uh, There's just so, a lot of great
4: characters that it feels exactly, like an exactly too, it's exactly
3: exactly. Uh, Jess Armstrong is just a. a a fabulous writer he did in the loop he did my, my favorite mm-hmm. episode of a black mirror and he's he's the writer for uh, for succession he's coming um, back for season two which yeah good but so it just really I'm just incensed to see to be so excited yeah. to see him and show up like oh my god Jeremy Strong is in this awesome and then to have nothing whatsoever done with him
4: that's just by really... then I'm already over that what? yeah it's, nothing's it's, gonna
0: it's weird for me to hear you say that because I haven't seen but one episode of succession
4: oh keep going
0: I know, I understand. Um, I'm telling
4: you, you'll lo- you'll thank me forever.
0: But yeah. to Tom's point, watching watching him say, uh, "I'm uh, I'm twenty seconds too late," or "I'm twenty seconds off of schedule," and then uh, even that moment where he puts where he like wades across that. <laughs> why is this happening? I don't know why it's happening, but I. I would rather follow this character than follow anybody else in this movie. I would rather find out <laughs> what that guy on that bus is looking, why he's looking this way. I, I, can we just go to him and get away from this truck now with Matthew McConaughey and just go with that guy? And I had no idea that that he was that substantial a dude because he he just has this magnetism to yeah. him that that is, that is weird for a character that's supposed to be like a throwaway lawyer character. The for me, I'm just role. like, I want to – I want to go with this guy. Let's wait out to see with this dude and see where, where he's going and what, what's up with him. Because an NPC, uh, you know, is just this, like, you go do this, here, you can have this. But he just, he's just way, way, has way too charism- much charisma to be an NPC.
3: And the thing, too, Dingus, is I think the movie, certainly I felt this way, once he finally shows up at Matthew McConaughey's, like, fish shack or whatever that was, and they have their, their conversation, I was like, okay, now... We're gonna find out why yeah. Jeremy Strong was cast. Now they're gonna take advantage of what this actor can do, <laughs> and they don't. He still just plays a nebushi lawyer who wants to give him a, a computer. Like that, there's, they do nothing with Jeremy Strong, and I was totally waiting for like this should have been a payoff. Playing the kid. To, That's this the conversation, kid him. yeah. But this conversation between the guy telling you your life is an illusion, uh, this conversation should be. A, a centerpiece, a fulcrum for the movie, and you get a fantastic actor to deliver that information, and it's, just a, it's a thrilling reveal, and everything changes at that point. But nope, he's just the same nebbishy, uncertain lawyer, uh, and we've completely wasted a Jeremy Strong performance.
4: That's why I thought it wasn't a simulation, As I go, wait, it's Jeremy Strong. Right, he read the right. script. He wouldn't do this stupid role. But then <laughs> right. later on but, the beach, when he's disappearing, I'm like, oh,
0: fuck <laughs> right. But does that work with
3: this i don't I, I don't know what kind of game this would be how exactly would this, how would the exactly game,
0: what kind of game would
3: this be well i do think that his model steven somebody told Telltale. Stephen knight about no about uh second life that's an mmo though and it's not he's the only player it's a single player game so,
0: so when he says i'm the rule let's follow 76 the rule has changed now we're going to do this did, did that shift anything for you? I mean, I, I don't know these games because I'm an idiot that's, about video games. You're
3: smarter than the director. Yeah, it has nothing to do with games. Uh, I mean, games. that's the thing. is He oh. just – yeah, There's this could have been a virtual reality movie or it could have been – yeah, I don't – It's his whole idea of pinning it on games is just – I think he wants this idea of a, a fishing game. Because there are fishing games, by the way. There are fishing games where you don't – you don't, don't immerse yourself it. in a character. You don't uh, like fishing games are nothing like. They're, they're, and he even shows a few times like what the kid has programmed, like the fishing game graphic. Uh, but there's yeah. there's, yeah, there's nothing in here. There's, <laughs> so there's no, there's no insight they, into video that games. we don't
4: get to see in the movie. And Makata doesn't get to see. That's the other thing. He's Kurog his dad to lose at fishing. <laughs> so is it for just a every of, day with his black friend? For it was years. just
0: a bunch of grinding then?
4: nothing and failing. But he's making the game at the same time. That's what's stupid about it. It's like he's playing it himself. So if he's the programmer, he can make it as hard as he wants it to be. He's Uh, basically
3: punishing himself and his dad. uh, Fishing games are basically uh, slot machines. There's this idea that you pull the lever and see what you're going to get, and fishing games use the model of fishing to recreate that. And there's actually fishing in a lot of games that are open worlds that aren't putatively about fishing, but they have fishing in them because it's just a a fun activity and it plays on, on players psychology is you come to a body of water, you throw in a little rod, You wait for a moment, and then if you time something correctly, you pull something out, and you get a prize, whether it's a fish that somehow ties into the game's economy or a piece of treasure. Uh, Fishing is used in a lot of games, and the model is a slot machine or, or a gumball machine might be more accurate, where you put in a little bit of time. It's the equivalent of the quarter or the dime, and you turn the crank, and a little prize comes out. Uh, Look, so didn't
0: th- you talk about that in – didn't you write about like a Hobbit game where you were fishing a lot?
3: Yeah, yeah, that's and that's one example is massively multiplayer online games yeah. like uh, – actually, does World of Warcraft even have fishing? It might not. It's got to have fishing. Uh, but a lot of these massively multiplayer online games so. include fishing uh, as just an activity because they want to give – Players, they, they want to create this sense of place for, for players, and apparently someone told this to Stephen Knight, and he got this idea that, oh, fishing's the main activity in some As opposed to my slot machine <laughs> occupation for my main character.
0: Well, I got the sense that he had created a number
4: of different worlds.
3: Well, I think before. the idea was that there were a number of different games in this island, in this world, Right.
4: Well and the challenge is to murder a husband or not murder a husband, even that's unclear, whatever stupid
0: well im my, my sense was that he had created a number of different scenarios, and this might just be me choose your right? own adventure it it might be me like hoping for more uh that he had created a a number of things uh, perhaps there was a space adventure game that we didn't see that's that's the movie we didn't see or or some other yeah. like a superhero movie that we didn't see but that's the movie Stephen Knight didn't choose to see us see. <laughs> he cho- it cho- instead, he chose a fishing, a fishing
3: game. movie. Great. great. Yeah. Uh,
0: but maybe that's what they could afford. I don't know. Um, well, but this- it seems odd to have a kid pour that much time into <laughs> into programming a fishing game it, right. and to say, if, if I don't fish, then if I don't fish all day, then I'm going to have to I'm, I'm going to come up with a way to kill you. I mean, and that's that's the actual line. I, I mean, I don't. Ah, I, that's so stupid. I mean, my kid loves to fish. My my kid really loves fishing. Um, but
4: these characters went went fishing once, and it was nothing happened.
0: I think people like, yeah, love. Whole
4: game.
0: I think people love the idea of fishing, and then when you get out to fish, you're like, oh my god, how how long, how many hours are we going to be out here? Uh, so I I I just don't see a little kid. Like that like the the kid this age spending that much time programming a game where a guy goes out to fish. I don't yeah. understand why you make that choice.
3: Thing is, why should we expect more from this movie? What what do we it's know? To Stephen. Have what do we know Stephen Knight from?
0: Oh, uh, we know him from Locke, and damn that movie Eastern Promises. so freaking holds up. Um but part yeah. of it and you uh, you kind of introduced this, and we didn't we didn't run it down, Tom. But part of the difference is that Tom Hardy can handle that character, and Matthew McConaughey is just, to me, boring to watch in this. I'm just bored with him, and 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 Anne Hathaway is just. <laughs> no Lauren Bacall.
3: What the fuck is she doing? It really it, she, Diane Lane should have played that part because Diane Lane looks yeah, awesome and she was like the saucy. She, uh, went, like yeah, she yeah. was awesome. Like I, I loved watching her and she didn't have to embarrass herself too much for this. But yeah, no, poor Anne Hathaway trying to play that part. I would, Diane oh my Diane God! Relegated to looking out of window blinds. <laughs> and Diane Lane
4: <laughs> should, do it should be the
0: it's Lauren good. Bacall in this movie. I mean, she's <laughs> amazingly. She's Adam just – she's, she's got this smolder about her, yeah, yeah. and she's so casual and so <laughs> so just calm and, like, so confident, and like, I am so sexy, and you can take it or leave it, bitch. And here's some money, whatever.
3: But nope, uh, he's into Anne Hathaway, the ditzy actress from Oceans 8. Uh, <laughs> Anna Hathaway, yeah, and Anne Hathaway –
1: yeah.
0: I mean, Anne Hathaway's fine in a lot of stuff. I really do right. like her, and I know she you has a zone. to tell her. But, uh, Ugh, but what? She just doesn't smolder. She doesn't have anything right. going on. She's not a femme fatale, and and she she doesn't have any of that. She doesn't have it. She's not a Barbara Stanwyck. She's, she's not, a good
4: ingenue. She's
0: she's fine, but she's not right for this. It's you're absolutely right, Tom. Diane Lane should have been that part. Yeah. I mean, Diane Lane just has this like, oh, my God, that Kathleen Turner thing that like, oh,
3: yeah. Bring me more of that. Uh, so Stephen Knight wrote Eastern Promises? Yeah. Oh, that was your joke. OK, I didn't get that. Ah. Oh, I worried that. It was going to be too obscure. Well, no, that, even that's not as long. that's the, when that's when Cronenberg knew what he was doing. Unlike Videodrome in the Rape Slug movie. And Diodrome. scanners. Scanners, by the
0: way, and the radio slug money.
3: No, rape slug, is Don't make jokes oh, about rape slugs. <laughs> They're slugs that get in your body and make you rape. That's a that's an early David Cronenberg. What is that thing called, Kelly? One squirm. No, what what is that one uh, called? It's in the RSI tenement building. Or they came from within. I think it's got to be they came from within. Yeah, it's got uh, two titles. It's also,
0: also, it's going to turn out to be a legal defense now that you've mentioned it online, Tom.
3: What it? What is what? I I have rape. Oh, the rape things. slugs. Yeah, right. <laughs> like like Twinkies make you murder. I, could, I couldn't help yeah. it, I uh, have and, rape. And
4: that watch. movie, it's one of it's like a Terados where it has a lot of old people in it. Well, so that was it was from a time said, where you
3: didn't need a, your CW cast to to get people. And they're Canadian. Yeah. They're Toronto. Canadian. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah.
4: I am um, baffled why you don't like those movies, but um,
3: I think they're incompetent. Wrote, That's why.
4: Okay. Um, He also wrote uh, Allied with Brad Pitt. Oh, yeah. Oh, my.
3: Marion Cotillard. I hate that
4: movie. I OK. I want to murder it.
3: The idea is that she's like uh, with the axis and he's an allied spy or something. They fall in love. Yeah. 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 And then he has they have to
4: decide Mm. a little bit and nothing surprising happens at all.
3: Uh, Dingus, in this movie, I mean, I know you said you, uh, Matthew McConaughey uh, annoys you, but what did you think of his body?
0: <laughs> I didn't get to see enough of it because a- after he had sex, he's like immediately like throwing his clothes on. So.
3: Was it was it as good a body a as shower. Spencer Spencer Treat Clark, or not as good a body as Spencer Treat
0: There's Clark? There's no body better than that. <laughs> Is it weird at all? Brad Pitt, see Tyler and abs. <laughs>
3: Uh, I wanted so I, I did. I, uh, speaking of uh, Stephen Knight writing Eastern Promises, uh, when I rewatched uh, Last Exorcism Part Two, which I really like, you guys weren't as crazy about it. Uh, but I, you know, it's, it, you have to be a huge Ashley Bell fan like I am. Uh, I love that movie. I love the exorcism in that movie. I love the ending of it. Uh, do you know who? You don't, obviously. Last Exorcism Part Two was written by and a story by a fellow named Damien Chazelle. No way! Uh, Are you kidding me? This would have been it would have it would either would have been concurrent with or right before Whiplash. But that's, yeah, that that was one of his first gigs is writing the script for the Last Exorcism sequel. That's which you, crazy. Yeah, it really is. I couldn't believe that it's, when it when it was over because when I saw it, I had no idea, of course, who Damien Chazelle was. But recently watching it afterwards, the credits flashed up, and I was like, "Wait, what? <laughs> Damien Chazelle, story by, screenplay that's by? Crazy! It really is. Yeah, it's his the uh, hand." <laughs> Who wrote uh, The Hand? Is that Oliver William Oliver Stone. Oh, Oliver Stone wrote The Hand? Oh, yeah. that so right. pisses me off. It's wow, his piranha so too, uh, James Cameron. What, uh, it's Hand Clark Gregg's uh, What Lies Beneath.
0: No, what, right. pisses, what pisses, me, pisses me off is that there's this book, and I can't remember who wrote it. I just remember it was this this writer who decided – I'm going to do uh, a bunch of interviews with directors about their very first movie. And they're famous directors. I'm going to talk about their very first movie. Um, and I'm going to limit the conversation to that. It doesn't matter how bad the movie was. They moved on to something else. Uh, and he talked to Oliver Stone. And Oliver Stone was just like, I refuse to talk about the hand, but <laughs> I will talk about El Salvador or Salvador <laughs> or whatever that is. And, and really? the guy's like, I have a chance to talk to Al- Oliver Stone and get him in my book, so I might as well. But Oliver, Stone, Oliver Stone cheated. Yeah, Oliver Stone totally cheated. He's so it's like, uh, I'm not going to talk
3: about the hand. I'm going to talk about Salvador."
4: But he didn't uh, direct so the That's Aniston hand. is with Leprechaun.
3: Did he direct the hand, though, or he just wrote it? He uh, wrote
4: it. Wait. Standby. I, no, stand I, 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 I don't know.
0: I don't know. But I know that the but part of the story yep. was...
3: He, well, directed he directed it. He directed it. Right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so he totally cheated if he wanted to. If he, I would have understood yep. maybe if he was like, no, I just wrote the script. I didn't direct it. But he no. directed and wrote yeah. the hand, so he, he totally cheated. He directed and
0: wrote it, and he said, I refuse to talk about that, but I will talk about this very important movie I made with James Woods.
3: Yeah. Yeah, well,
4: uh, That Audio <laughs> gotcha. Which, whenever I, I hear about the
0: hand, all I think about is that. So, good job, Oliver Stone, you jackass! It's a really good
4: poster. Yeah, <laughs> you've got jackassier than that.
0: Uh, hey, what he guys, said?
4: When? Never mind. Have
0: no you guys started. seen Lock in in any
3: recent memory? Not since it came out. I mean, I love Lock.
4: I remember. The, yeah. I feel like I just saw it. It works. Uh,
3: it works so baby. well. Well, now
0: mom Hardy. Uh, do you right. like Matthew McConaughey in this movie in uh, in Serenity?
3: He's not the problem, Tom. <laughs> I actually, I mean, I, I since Interstellar, I have a weird thing now with Matthew McConaughey where, uh, he, yeah, like, weird, nice body. <laughs> like Lincoln Lawyer is great, and certainly uh, uh yeah, he's good True, true. I like detective. the sub. Um. Yeah, like he's got a true detective. Too, yeah. But uh, he so he's I I. Unlike you, it's like, I don't find him annoying. Like, I find him fascinating to watch. Uh, and I'd like to just see him do different kinds of things, because this could have just been, you know, Cooper from Interstellar. It could have been Lincoln Lawyer. It could have been the guy in... Tr- like, I, I wish... I, I'd like to just see him... Oh, you know what I saw him in recently? And unfortunately, the movie isn't very good, but I loved what he was doing. There's a movie called White Boy Rick. Do you guys know what that uh, is?
0: I've uh. heard of it, yeah, but uh, it, was, it was one of those end-of-the-year, like... It's not going to wind up, but you should watch it eventually.
3: Maybe. No, you shouldn't watch it eventually. Even like It came um. and went for good reason. It's one of those movies. It's a biopic of a young kid in, I guess it must be Detroit, uh, who takes up with arms dealers and drug dealers, and he gets arrested, and he's an FBI informant, and when he gets arrested again, they, they burn him, and they won't speak up for him, and he goes to jail, and you're watching the movie thinking, oh, this is terrible, but then if you actually look into what happened to this guy... The guy was a thug, and he like like they they made a movie that white that's that he helped tell, and he wanted to whitewash his own image, and he wanted to make himself look like a victim, and he's not. He's a thug. He's a he's a guy who grew up selling guns and selling drugs, and he tried to play the federal government, and he got popped, and he's in prison now, and he's trying to be repentant and make and he participated in the making of this movie that made him look like a victim, and it's a terrible movie, but. Matthew McConaughey plays his father, who's a working man. It's kind of like a Bronx tale, where he's torn between this criminal life and his upstanding father. And Matthew McConaughey's his upstanding father, but he's also an arms dealer and a thug. And he's sort of hypocritically telling his son, don't live this life, don't do this. Uh, And and so that was super exciting to watch. The movie sucked. But Matthew McConaughey's character was very different in that. Uh, In this, he was just being Matthew McConaughey. Uh, which I can take or leave. That's how the
4: kid wanted him. He wanted to make a McConaughey game. I guess well, so. Uh,
0: do you think he was just being Matthew McConaughey in um, Killer Joe?
3: Right. See. Right. Quality see. Work. Yeah. The thing is, when 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 he's really good and he's not being Matthew McConaughey, I forget that was him. So <laughs> exactly,
4: dingus. Yeah. yeah. He's good in Dallas Buyers Club.
3: Yeah, sure, right, yeah, yeah.
4: He's
0: good in Mud, too. I mean, I like... I yeah, mean, right, I, I, yeah. I, I like some of the stuff he does. It's just that here, it just feels like he's... Uh, Dude, this is writing of, issues. I, I wouldn't is say writing. it <laughs> It just doesn't feel real, but I, I, I don't know how much of that is the writing, because,
4: All you know, that
0: that the sex scenes feel like they're written by a kid, which I think they're trying to do, but Ugh. I think they're... Succeeding for the so wrong bad. reasons. bad. Yeah. Um, uh, and none of it makes any sense. None of it comes together. And he just gets lost in all of it.
1: Which that's is another reason.
0: character, Which is apropos for the character, but
4: still. Uh... I thought at the beginning when it seems like everyone in the town is constantly giving him advice. I'm like, Jesus. And uh, <laughs> that's really bad writing. Like, why wouldn't they have... You know dimensions to their lives that they should be talking about their stuff, and then it's like, and then when I go, oh wait, it's part of the conspiracy. They're all part of it. Then I got excited by it, and now and then, in the bait shop, when she's like, "Have a nice day." Hi, hi. Hey, how do you know? Why are you saying that? How do you know? Why do we say things? Have a nice day. Like, oh. Here's
0: something that I I, I, would kid. Say, I say that, I, and I know it's unfair when I say it. I understand that it's unfair, but I can I can see this movie being a little bitter. If Tom Hardy had played this part, and I could see Locke <laughs> being a lot worse, man, Still got Max that
3: in there. That. Dingus, that's uh, weird. Maybe. That Manning seems on unfair. Because Locke.
4: wow. Locke's really British, and McConaughey wouldn't be able to rise. He can't that do true. that. Like, that's a little unfair.
1: It's <laughs> very unfair. Make this character
4: I, British.
0: I fully agree with that, and I don't think he's actually British in that movie. He sounds weird. But uh, but the way that he... Tom handled- Hardy? The way that he, he balances that whole movie. I mean he takes Get care of pen. that entire movie. Yeah, not a pen I have a pencil. Get a pen. Yeah. A that pen. Is, is just amazing. All of that stuff that he handles and the way That's that, not in this
4: movie. The so way that like he that treats balance. that
0: concrete as as this as this otherworldly god godlike figure uh is amazing to me. And and he's he very
3: now you're making me want to see a version of Locke where he's not competent, <laughs> where some guy's life yeah. is completely falling apart while he's frantically trying to drive somewhere. It's programming him, <laughs> driving the driving game.
4: Another video game. Uh,
3: all right, so we Go saw ahead. Serenity, huh?
4: I was, I was uh, afterwards. I'm like, but Tom didn't shut it down. Like he laughed and went, "All right, we'll do Serenity," but he didn't go. Nope, no, 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 no.
3: <laughs> I Kelly Wand, it was strictly. I swear to God, I was like, "Okay, if Kelly Wand, if I, if I get a Serenity synopsis out of this, fine. It'll, yeah, it will have been worthwhile." Thinking. I'm, I'm sorry.
4: That's why I, I feel it. bad,
3: dingus, that you are basically the collateral damage in this scenario. <laughs> he always is. That's dingus.
0: <laughs> Tom, Tom came out and said, uh, "So have you seen Serenity yet?" And I went, "Yeah, I, I went to see it uh, yesterday." He went. Uh, would it surprise you if I said I wanted to see you see it again with you? And I went, no. And he was like,
3: <laughs> ha. And he went back. And- <laughs> I did oh. think about trying to trick Dingus and say, uh, have you gone to the movie? And when he was going to say no, I was going to say, well, you know, let me win, let me know when you go because I, I think I might see it again because that's something that we would only do if we really love a movie, and then I would beg off if Dingus had a time. But I would trick Dingus into being there watching Serenity, thinking. Tom wanted to see this again? Huh, all right. And the whole time you would be. I thinking might work that. on Dingus, but I know you. Right. And if you really wanted to see it
4: again, you wouldn't give a shit whether I wanted to see it. It would totally it. You'd go work by on yourself me. in Twilight. Because I'd be
3: sitting there thinking, what don't I under? What right. don't I understand about <laughs> So people? I'd know
4: the trick. I'd know the snare was like, oh, well, let me know if you're going to go.
3: Yeah, Kelly, right, I'd just... have to trick you in other ways. The same tricks that yeah. work on Dingus wouldn't work on you, and vice versa. Well, if yeah. I
4: get baked, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> a follow traffic easily. That's not really tricking me. That's me watching the trailer because I'm too
3: lazy to get
1: up.
3: All right, trailer. So – uh, yeah, Were go there ahead. trailers for Serenity? Um... Yeah, they, they, have you seen them? Because I was super curious. No. How, how do they try to sell this? I'm curious they, too. They just – they sell it like a noir thriller uh, with a, a mysterious secret. Um, like, that's the whole idea. And you, you think the secret's going to be, oh, who's the murderer? Who's the killer? But they don't really let you Trying kind to of think. Yeah, they don't really touch too much on this idea of there's some there's there's some glitch in reality. They don't they don't play with that in the trailer because
4: the trailers for mother. I saw before I saw mother and the trailers for that made it look like sleeping with the enemy. Right. right. Uh, <laughs> that's a good idea. That's clever. Yeah go into it thinking, I'm going to watch that, and then that happens.
3: Yeah, no, all they could do to sell this is you're seeing a a crime thriller with Anne Hathaway and Matthew McConaughey.
4: Uh, And it's not a romantic comedy with him. A romantic McConaughey.
0: What's the – is there Jeff Bridges on a boat movie? Sure.
3: Oh, well – well, is that there's that all kinds. Of, like Cutter's
0: Way, it's not Cutter's Way.
3: He's not he's on a there. boat. Like in Cutter's Way, that's him and John Hurd, and they're they're in Santa Barbara, where there are boats. Uh, but <laughs> what's the one with him and James Woods? Against All Odds.
0: Oh, it it is Against yeah. All Odds. The yeah. song, yeah. Yeah. But I was thinking of Cutter's Way because
3: we've talked about that before. Yeah, right. Cutter's Way, is great. But this he's is the kind a boat of and... it, it, this uh, is the kind of movie thing is that said, if it had been made in the '80s, would have starred Jeff Bridges. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah all right. So. Someone
4: killed his husband.
3: What? what? What is, is that? That's what? <laughs> that's a Jeff is...
4: Bridges movie with Farrah Fawcett. Oh. <laughs>
1: <You> <laughs> said right. And someone the killed climax
4: his... is the okay. killers. Well, her husband. I changed it to Bridges. But...
3: And what's the climax? But Go ahead and spoil it for us, Kelly Wand. The killers chase them into
4: like a toy store, and Jeff Bridges tricks them by knocking all the toys over so the bad guys
3: get hurt. All right. That's how he beats them. So if you're being chased by killers, run into a toy store, knock the toys over. Good work. Yeah. Uh, Kelly Wand, what should we see next week? Let's watch Serenity again and see. Oh, wait. Before – actually, no. Dingus, what's the three-by-three three for, for this month? What should folks be thinking about for a three-by-three? Three? Let's do soup again. People should be
0: thinking about grocery stores. They should oh. be thinking about awesome scenes or – Anything set in grocery stores, and they should write to 3x3 at quarter to three dot com.
3: Awesome scenes. And if you go see Alita Battle Angel, let us know what you think. Send that to 3x3 at quarter to three dot com. Get that to us before February 18th uh, – before February 17th at midnight. We'll read that on the air. Your picks for your grocery store scenes, get those to us before March 3rd, midnight. Uh, and we'll read those on the air. Thank you guys for listening to us talk about Serenity. We're sorry you saw it. Uh, <laughs> if you didn't it see it, didn't. yeah, if you didn't see it, congratulations, good choice. I am Tom Chick. I have been here with Christian Molowski.
0: It's Christian Moloski.
3: And I have been here also with Kelly. W- with that as middle name, Jorge
4: Luis Jorge sounds like the bad Santa kid. Fishing. Cause it takes my stress away I wanna go fishing
2: Try and cast my blues away I wanna go fishing I don't want to watch the- What kind of math do snowy owls like? Algebra
0: I prefer that we be more capable and prepared than lucky Observation, reflection, faith, and determination In this way, we may navigate the path as it unfolds before us Alright, and we have what? Eight more recharged Cycles to go before we get to Aurigai 6? Is that a question, yes, sir? Yes, Walter, that's a question. That is correct.
2: What sits on the bottom of the Arctic Ocean and
4: shakes? A nervous wreck.
0: I don't have enough coins to get into this conversation.
4: Ah, uh, more slot machines. Right.
0: Do you even know why you say things?
4: <laughs> I think we know the answer to that. Huh.